Welcome to the Extra Point Week 2 Edition 2020. As always, here with my two guys in crime, Bobby and Matt. Matt, how you doing, bud? Doing well, doing well. You excited for Week 2? Pumped. I'm freaking pumped, too. Bobby, what's going on, man? You're getting ready for a big move over there. You got a lot going on. You ready to talk some football? Yeah, man, I'm ready to talk some football, man. Our high school team starts our first – we have our first game against our Crosstown rival on Friday, man. Uh, Sunday, Matt and I. We're going against each other, so uh should be a fun weekend. This is going to be a great episode. I can already tell. I can't wait for the conversation to go down here on this uh, this Dallas-Atlanta game. There's going to be a lot of interesting stuff there. Let's go ahead and cover a couple quick news topics, and then we can just dive right on to, into the picks. We'll talk win-loss record. Uh, also, Pookie with Bobby is back for week two. He got it right in week one with the Chiefs, so let's see what he's got for week two. That should be good. And then what is grinding Matt's gears? OBJ segment last week was a riot. A lot of people liked it. I got some compliments about it. Uh, for Dude, Matt. Too, so, man, that guy. <laughs> yeah, he, he could roll over every week at this point. He could be the whole Matt Grant, what's grinding Matt's gears for the season, I feel like. But I'm sure he's got something else uh, in the vault ready to go. So without further ado, let's get started. A uh, couple quick topics, A-Rob contract talk. So, you know, we heard about uh, Allen Robinson unfollowing Bears and all the upper office on social media, stuff like that. Um, and then some rumors came out about him potentially being upset with the team, which actually led further to, well, he's requesting a trade now. So the next day, which was Wednesday, uh, reports come out from the agent. Agent says, no, in fact, he's he's not looking for a trade. Um, he's actually happy in the city of Chicago, He, but he would like to get his contract reworked and, and get market value, and that's kind of where they left it at. So we've seen kind of this, this situation go down with A-Rod before in Jacksonville with the contract talk. It seems like he can't just score that big deal. He got a decent one with the Bears when he went there. He's on the last year of his deal. Uh, Matt, you're the Chicago Bears. Are you are you, are you giving him that big extension, or are you going to let him walk? I mean, it's kind of tough because they're in a they're in a tough spot. I mean, they're they're still not that good of a team. They still don't know what they have in Mitchell Trubisky. They're, it seems like they're giving them one last try here. But other than that, man, they they still have a bunch of question marks all over. They they may just let them walk and and maybe go back into a full rebuild. I don't know, Bobby. Yeah, I mean, I let them walk. Honestly, I mean, I'm, I'm just sitting here looking at his stats, you know, going back from, you know, since he's been in the league right now. I mean, for a guy to come out and say that, you know, he wants to demand a trade and whatnot, it's like, bro, like, what have you done for me lately? You know, type thing. Uh, last, I mean, uh, I, I think they let him walk, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, he's, you know, wide receivers, you know, to me, he's never been a true number one. Maybe I think in Jacksonville he was for a bit. Yeah, he was but, the one there. Yeah. Um, I say I let him walk. I mean, I know the market's really high. Uh, I mean, he's got great size, six three, you know, two hundred pound plus guy, whatnot. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, played at Jacksonville and um, the Bears, but hasn't really blown up the scene, whatnot. So he doesn't deserve any of that top money that all these guys are asking for. So walk. So the uh, the Bears are in kind of a tricky situation in regards to cap next year as it stands at this very moment. They only have $8 million in cap room going into next year at this moment. That that number will obviously rise. They only have $9 million as it stands right now. Uh, I kind of agree uh, with you, Bobby. I'm letting, I am I don't know if I'd let them walk. I, I should have put this as an option in there as well. I'd probably see what the value is for them in, in, around the league. You might be able to get them out somewhere else. Uh 
some teams that need a a number one receiver or or even a complement receiver. I think he could play either one and a team that's willing to eat that contract. And I'm sitting here looking through the teams in regards to cap room as it, as it looks for next year. The Jets, I could see them being a team. Somebody on the other side of Crowder. Um, you could even I could see New England doing it. They let Sanu go. Sanu goes to the 49ers. So that could that could be an option. Maybe even Washington. I could definitely see it as well. So the, there are places for him to go. It's just what his market value is and what people are willing to pay for him. Uh, the fact that he needs an extension and wants an extension will drive down the price for the Bears about what they're going to get. So, you know, it, it's probably going to be a mid-tier round pick and maybe a player or something even less, something around that. Right. To me, that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, yeah and going back, I'm sorry, uh, just to look, his numbers last year weren't that bad, though. 98 catches for 1,147 yards and seven touchdowns. I mean, that's decent, but, I mean, I don't know what kind of, you know what kind of money he's asking for right now or whatnot, but – um. We'll see. I'll, I'll end it on this. And I mean, between the three of us, I'm pretty sure that, you know, all three of us agree. I think, uh, one, the Bears aren't going to have a great season. And two, the GM will probably be gone after this year. I think, can we all agree on that? I can agree on that. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. Matt, yeah. what you think? Yeah. So if, yeah. if I'm the Bears as an organization, I mean, obviously this front office could be taken apart. But if I'm that front office, yeah, might as well see what we're going to get for him. We're going to be stuck rebuilding anyway. Get him out the office. I, I, and if Pace hears that from the from the higher ups that we need to get Allen Robinson out the door, he should be panicking because that means they are getting ready to completely dump everything and just start from scratch. And and I think that's what's coming for Chicago. But we'll go ahead and touch on a couple injuries real quick and dive into picks. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is now on the IR. Frank Gore is taking over, but they've also signed former Dolphin Kalen Ballage. Uh, Mike Thomas high ankle sprain at least three weeks out. I think Matt, you're saying more like five or six. Uh, he's, he's going to be missing some time regardless. Uh, OBJ is on the trade block, so we'll see what happens with that. No takers as of yet that we've seen. And, uh, Richard Sherman on the three-week IR today as well. And that, that's kind of it for injuries. We'll talk more in depth about them once we start going over these picks. Uh, so speaking of picks, let's go into them. We're going to do our week two picks. Week one, Bobby, you finished eight and eight. Matt seven and nine, and I finished eleven and five to round it out. Uh, all three of us got our locks correct. Matt, you had Kansas City winning it; they get the dub versus the Texans. And Bobby, you and I both picked Buffalo over the Jets, and they got that done as well. So we're gonna jump into these. Um, we'll be excluding Bobby from one of the picks to his book it segment. So you'll find that out once we get to that pick. And uh, let's get rolling. So let's start with the Thursday night game. The Battle of Ohio, Cincinnati Bengals coming off a tough, tough loss to the Chargers. And uh, the Cleveland Browns, who got completely, I mean, annihilated. And Matt talked about it if you listen to our last episode. Uh, he, 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 when OBJ kind of freaked out, that's when things started to go downhill. It was a close game. And then, you know, after that, it just seemed things started to get out of hand. So, you know, we'll see what happens there. Matt, why don't you start us off? Uh, Cincinnati at Cleveland. Thoughts and pick. <clears throat> so the Browns have to win this game. You know what I mean? They have to. Win this yes. Game. Yes. Absolutely. So, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick them to win. Uh, I think it's probably probably gonna be closer of a game because the pressure is gonna be on them, and the Bengals do know that. There's no pressure on the Bengals. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they just got to go out there, and Joe Burrow's got to play the best that he can play. Right. So I got the Browns winning 24. Um, yeah, twenty four seventeen. I can see that. Uh, Browns, Browns getting probably 
maybe a touchdown five minutes ago in the fourth quarter and then getting a nice defensive stop to close it out. Okay. I can definitely see something like that going down. Bobby. Yeah. And, uh, while, yeah, while, I'm while, similar with that. yeah cool. I mean, I'm similar, you know, this was a tough game to pick to be honest with you because mm-hmm. I was kind of uh, impressed last week with Joe Burrow. His debut. Absolutely. He showed a lot of, you know, the ability that we know they had being number one pick up Burrow off from LSU. Uh, I just see this a uh, back and forth football game. Obviously, it's a battle of Ohio, so mm. there's always going to be, you know, um, that little uh when it comes to it now, especially with no home field advantage, with no fans, pretty much in hardly any of the stadiums. Mm. Uh, I, I got Cleveland winning this game, and by the way, the spread on this game Thank is you. Cleveland in favor by six. Yeah, and so I missed that at the beginning. Yeah, Cleveland by six. So I, I agree exactly with what you, you were saying earlier, Matt. This is a must-win game for Cleveland. Hard to say in week two, but definitely easily easy to say for this team. They are already picking up at the where they left off at the end of last season, where the team is slowly imploding on itself. And and I mean, look no further than the players that they have. This is this is a must-win. They need to win for the locker room to stay together at this point and, and and it is getting very very nerve-wracking in cleveland right now they have to get this one done i do think they get it done like matt said as well and bobby i think they get it done in a close one it's going to be uh cleveland 24 uh cincinnati 20 oh uh, yeah i didn't even tell you guys my pick though on that oh shit <laughs> give me yeah, it no we're good no we're good though man i mean yeah because i forgot to say what the spread was but west i have it right where you're at right there i got cleveland 20 for Cincinnati 21. I think, Odell Beckham, I think Odell Beckham shows up, you know, now that the name's out there that he's, you know, on the trade, on the wire right now as far as uh-huh. trading and all that. So he's going to want to put some value in himself. I got Cleveland 24 and Cincinnati 21. Okay. All right, going on to our next game, Sunday, 1 o'clock. We're going to jump right into it. I don't pick how these games are lined up. I just kind of go with the flow here. Jacksonville at Tennessee. Bobby, give me the spread and then tell us who you got. Jacksonville, Tennessee. So this is one of the bigger spreads of the week, man. Uh, Tennessee's favored by nine points. And uh, if I'm correct, though, like ten- uh, Jacksonville's has some issues, you know, um, playing in, in Tennessee. They in, haven't in won the in six uh, years. It's been six years since yeah. they won in Tennessee. 2013. Yeah. And um, and I'll be honest with you, um, it's, I, I still think it's going to be a really close game. I was really impressed last week with Jacksonville. I'm really on the Minshew um, wagon. <laughs> I was last year. Mm-hmm. That team shocked us to me. They had, you know, them and the Redskins had, or the Washington football team had the biggest, you know, like upset wins in my eyes. Um, I still think this is going to be a close battle all along. I got Tennessee winning this game, though, 24 to 17. I think Derrick Henry's going to run for about 140. Matt. Yeah, so uh, as much as I as I, I want to pick the Jags to, to, to win this game, again, that six year streak is. is that's, that's rough. Um, yeah, I'm picking the Titans to win this game. It's going to be close battle, I believe. Um, I got them winning. Where did I have it? Right there. 21. Jags 21. Titans 24. Okay. So we're all taking Tennessee, huh? Wrong. I'm doing exactly what I said I didn't want to do at the beginning of the season. Minshew got me too hyped up with the post-game speech, man. I'm excited for this team. Um, it's going to take a lot of help to get this done. They cannot get it done without some turnovers, and, and that, that was exactly what happened last week with the Colts. Phillip Rivers forced a lot of plays, and Tannehill's not going to do something like that. I think this defense is really ready 
they're they're as much as one people want to call them a bad defense, and I'm not saying they're the 2017 defense. I think they're a better run stopping defense than what we got versus you know Tennessee's of past. I think this team can do a lot more up the middle. I wish we still had Rodney Gunter and he didn't retire, but it is what it is. Aubrey Jones, he knows exactly what's going to happen here. He, he'll have that defensive line ready to play. Um, Josh Allen was a stud last week, and I like Jack on the outside. It, it, it gives him the ability to be the second linebacker coming in now uh, rather than being the first linebacker, and he seems to be better hitting somebody after they've been – you know, he's, he's better not being the first person, I guess is the best way to put it. There's certain situations where he makes it work, but I think he's better being the second one to hit him behind maybe Schilbert or something like that. <laughs> Guys, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm going to I'm gonna do it. I'm going to take Jacksonville 17-14. Uh, right. Henry still gets his 100 yards, though. Henry still gets his 100 yards, and he gets probably one, if not both, touchdowns. So I, he's going to have a strong day. I have no doubt about that. But uh, uh, Jacksonville's like going to take advantage like, of a couple like of mistakes. That, I like that, Wes. I like that, Wes, man. I, hey, I mean, they – they showed a lot more than a lot of people expected last week, especially you know for the fans. So this was get the, that train and keep this, rolling right this now. was the Relax. second hardest pick I had to make this week, and the first one will be later. But we'll talk about that when we get to it. Next up, NFC South rivals go at it: Carolina at Tampa Bay. Both teams coming off losses. Both teams needing wins to stay in this NFC South race, which will get tight. Believe you me, Matt. I'm going to let you start us off. They're your division rivals. And by the way, by the way, Tampa's favored by nine in this game. Thank you, sir. So same spread as, uh, same spread as the last game, it seems. Uh, yeah. Matt, thoughts on this game? Is Tom Brady going to get it together? He's going to get that offense rolling. Oh, uh, Godwin also in concussion protocol. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. That's a, that's a pretty big hit there. So, uh, But, no, I still think uh, nine and a half, that's a little much, especially if Godwin doesn't play. Uh Scotty Miller played great for them last week. Just a shout yeah, out. Yeah, who the hell is? I meant to bring shout out to Kay Adams for that Scottie one. Dude, Kay Adams like, talked about her about him all over Good Morning Football, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna keep an eye out for this guy because I didn't expect much either, and I'll, he, uh-huh. he showed up. That's that little uh, nifty kind of niche guy like he's had before, like he had with Amendola and Wes Walker to me. But go ahead, Matt. Yeah, so the, the Panthers' defense is god-awful. It's going to yes. be bad. Um, so uh, if, if Tom Brady's going to get it together and, and have a good game, it's going to be this game. I have the Buccaneers winning this one at home, 30-13. to All right, Bobby. Uh, I'm kind of similar with that game right now. Uh, I think Tampa's going to get – you know, I, I mean, I predicted last week that New Orleans was going to get W against Tampa. You know, the first time Brady's playing with a new team – in forever. I think, you know, they're going to be a little bit more on point as far as um, offensive-wise. Uh, like Matt was saying, though, Carolina's defense is very suspect <laughs> by all means. Um, outside of Shaq Thompson, I mean, there's really not, you know, not many playmakers out there on their, their defense that stands out. I see Tampa win this game. Closer than a lot of people, though. I think the Carolina's going to cover the nine-point spread. I got Tampa winning 32-26. to 26. All right. Okay, good one. Uh, I got Tampa Bay getting this win. Tom Brady's going to have this team fired up, ready to go. Uh, I have really not a hot, whole lot of worry about this defense. I think they'll get it worked out. Um, that being said, I still think McCaffrey gets his yards, and I think Teddy and him create a little more of a rapport. I like what I saw out of Robbie Anderson last week. That was a, that was a, an awesome kind of surprise for me. I mean, I know he's decent at times, but he he was he was pretty good last week. So I, I was happy to see that. 
I think they keep that chemistry going, but Tampa Bay gets it in the end, uh, 32-17. Kind of a little bit of a blowout garbage time score for Tom Brady. Uh, next game, and I'll go ahead and start this one off. Bobby, I'll have you give us the spread. Denver at Pittsburgh. Yeah, so Pittsburgh's uh, favorite at home by six and a half points. Pittsburgh favorite at home, six and a half points, you say? Yep. Okay, so I'm, I'm definitely – I was taking Pittsburgh. Uh, there's a few different reasons why. Denver, man, I really want to see them do good. I, I like this Denver team, but I can't pick them in this game. I think Pittsburgh – really showed out. I know it was against the Giants team, but I think they did a really good job. They will I don't think they'll have Connor. They said that they they're leaving it up to him is what I was, you know, reading from Tomlin. It's going to kind of be his choice how he's feeling on game day and they're going to go from there, but they have a very capable backup behind them or behind him in uh excuse me while I pull him up because I I it was Snell, Matt the, yes. the running back, yeah, over 100 yards rushing. Uh, he had just a fantastic game and, and, and really stuck. Benny Snell, that's who it is, Benny Snell. He stuck out to me. I believe, Matt, you and me talked about it a lot. Uh, this kid will be just fine taking over the reins and leading it there. I got Pittsburgh getting the win. Uh, and then in this one, it's going to be 24-10. to 10. Bobby. Uh, you know what, Wes? I mean, we're kind of somewhere on that game right there. Uh, I, I didn't watch much of the game on Monday night. Um, I know they just shut down. I love Bud Dupree. He showed up. Big time. I was a big fan of him coming out of college out of Kentucky. Um, you always know when you play Pittsburgh, you're going to have a very um, um, defensive. They're going to be very aggressive on the defensive side of the ball. Love Mike Tomlin. Mm-hmm. And I'm a huge fan of Denver this year. I thought they were going to make the step, and I still think they're going to make that step, you know, uh, increase from last year. I have this as a really low scoring game. I got Pittsburgh winning 14 to 10. 14 I, to think, 10. Uh, I think uh, Locke. Um, has a little more issues, mm-hmm. um, you know, and those couple picks. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that, Matt. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I'm right there, right there with you. I have a little bit higher score. I got the Steelers winning 20 to 17. Mm-hmm. I just think uh, the Steelers, they, yeah, their defense. You know, Bud Dupree. We just talked about all these guys yesterday. Yeah, uh, they're just overall a better team. Ben Roethlisberger will find a way, but the Broncos, they just seem like. They got some fight in them, man. They do. They, going back to last year, they they got some yeah. fight in them. So um, it's going to be close. Yeah, Steelers are going to pull it off, though. Gotcha. Yeah, and you know what? If I can just make a little nugget on this, though, man. Like, I'm really high on Denver this year. and I am too, man. Last, yeah, they lost last week, and this week I'm not picking them to win or whatnot. But they're going to they're gonna be one of those teams, though, you know, they're going to get better and better every single week, man. They're going to they're gonna improve more and more every week. And they're going to be a team you don't want to play late in the season, though, man. You know, the more experience those young guys get with Judy, Locke, and that whole company right there, mm-hmm. they're going to improve every week. Man, I like I like when, when the Broncos are good. I feel like it's good for the NFL when the Broncos are good. I don't know why I just feel that way. Next game, L.A. Rams coming off their win versus Dallas, playing Philadelphia, who is an 0-1 surprise after losing to the Washington football team. Uh, Matt, I'll go ahead and start with Bobby this time. Bobby, you go ahead and give us the spread, and uh, who are you taking? Uh, well, so the spread, I mean, this is a close one right here. The Rams are favored by one. And this, really? Uh, woo, man, I have, th- I have this as the closest game of the week, man. I mean, the Redskins, or I'm sorry, the Eagles – Obviously, you know, jumped out to an early lead last week, 17 nothing against the Washington football team. It's going to take me a long time to say that. When you hear the it's, Redskins, yeah. please apologize for that, man. I mean, that's been forever. So um, 
I really, I mean, I, I was really impressed, you know, obviously with the front seven, especially the front four of the, uh, the Washington football team's D line. Mm-hmm. I mean, those, those boys had eight sacks against Carson Wentz. Uh, the Rams look good. I mean, McVay had a great game plan against our aggressive front seven defense, you know, moving off around, doing little stand-ups, bubbles to golf or whatnot. Shoot, I, got, I have this as a real, 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 real close game, and I got the Rams winning this one. 17 to 16. Really? You have it that close? I don't have it that close. I have it a lot worse because I think that – and this is just me. I have the Dallas – Dallas's offensive line, while I know they're not the same without Travis Frederick, they are a different team and they have their issues on the offensive line, is 10 times better than anything that the Eagles are going to put out. And the way that Aaron Donald ran over them last week was just ridiculous. I think. Yeah, but remember, that, remember that's Aaron Donald though. Well, exactly, and that's their problem. That's who they're facing this week. Yeah. He's going against a worse offensive line. They, they're, I, yeah. I hear Lane Johnson might be coming back. That's fantastic, but it doesn't matter to me because it's it three. They were triple teaming him, and he was just piling through him. Bobby, you made the comment. You, you know, this is the closest thing we've seen to Reggie White. I mean, he is. This, he threw. He threw. He threw Zeke, who is very well respected, pass pro. You know, out of the back. Yeah, absolutely. He, hand just threw him into the right yeah i mean he, he's ridiculous and you're right and i do compare him to a reggie white yeah and so, you are right <laughs> so anyway to, to get to the point of that this is a red flag week for me if i'm the if i'm doug pierce and you need to keep very good eyes on what's going on with carson Wentz in this game this is a red flag game for me for injury um it, it, it just is i mean they're gonna get back there and you have jalen ramsey on that opposite side who's gonna shut them down at least on one side of the field, they don't have the most notable receiving core. You have Zach Ertz, who isn't his – he's a little off his game. I mean, he, he dropped a, you know, catchable fourth down pass last week. Who, who knows if that's on his mind. Uh, I mean, I don't have this close at all. I think the Rams get it done, and I get it – I think they get it done pretty handedly. I think they get it done uh, 31 to 10. Okay. Wow. Matt. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I mean, I, 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 I also had the Rams winning, but thirty-one to ten, dude. I think, wow, the, you... I think the defense really sets this team up in good position throughout the game. So I, I think that's what really ends up being the thing. This team is going to consistently find themselves on the, the eagle side of the field, and I think that's what leads to the, the, that points discrepancy. Yeah, I mean, I, I believe in the same thing. I think Aaron Donald and company is just going to be too much. Uh, they're they're gonna follow the 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 I almost said the Redskins, the Washington football team's uh, yeah. uh, plan as well. Um, they're just gonna go after Wentz. They they know he's he's gonna be scared. He doesn't want to get hit. He's already been injured. So I I, I mean I got the Rams winning twenty six seventeen. Okay okay yeah going back on that I mean a lot of that was you know like Carson Wentz is like. He's not a statue back there, but went out by any means. I just no. think that Philadelphia is definitely going to um, come out, you know, after a loss like that, losing a lot, you know, losing the game up 17 nothing. Mm-hmm. I really do think that they're going to come out and um, really play hard. So we'll um, we'll see. I mean, I think that's going to be one of the closer games this week. We'll see. We will. We will. Moving forward. We have the San Francisco 49ers coming off a loss to the Arizona Cardinals and the Jets getting absolutely embarrassed. By the Buffalo Bills. So uh, I'll go ahead and start this one out. Uh, I, Bobby, give us a spread real quick. San Fran, favored by six and a half. I'm surprised it's that low. And I know it's they're getting the Jets are getting three for being at home. 
but I'm still surprised it's that it's only six points. I, I have the 49ers getting this one done. I think I think last week was an eye opener to them that they are not a well oiled machine as I think a lot of people think they are. This defense is going to get rolling again. It's going to be Sam Darnold seeing Ghost 2.0 from Jacksonville. Uh, 49ers get it done. Their run game is what's going to lead them to a victory here. Sanu's going to be a new part of that offensive package, and I think that was smart of them to pick him up because they need somebody else on that offense to kind of get rolling. And uh, yeah, I have them getting it done, twenty-four to uh, to thirteen. Uh, Matt. Yeah, man, I got them winning. Uh, I got the 49ers winning twenty-seven ten. There you go. I don't think the Jets have a chance. No. Uh, clearly, rebuilding. We already know what the Jets are right now. Uh, this is a great chance for the 49ers to come in, even on the road, get a, get an away win, and. Uh, yeah, just just go ahead and take it away right off the beginning. I, I don't see the Jets having any chance. There you have it, Bobby. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll make it a sweep right there. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I, I really don't see this game being really close. To be honest with you, San Fran's coming off a tough, tough loss to a, a very tough Arizona team. Mm-hmm. You know, up and coming Arizona team. Uh, I do like the front four for um, San Fran. Um, with Bosa and company, Eric Armstrong and whatnot. And I think Sherman is out now. If I didn't, yeah, I are three weeks. I am saying correctly about a week or two, you know, week to week type thing. But I really don't think this is going to be much of a game. To be honest with you, I got San Fran winning 30 to 13. There you go. Pretty easy one right there, I think, for all of us. And and this next one's actually another good one. You got an, an, an NF, or I'm sorry, AFC East matchup. Buffalo at Miami. Buffalo coming off a great win versus a really bad Jets team. And uh, Miami unable to get the victory versus the Cam Newton-led Patriots. Matt, I'll go ahead and start with you uh, after Bobby gives us the spread. Buffalo favored by five and a half. Yeah, I'll take I'll take that all day. Um, Dolphins. Hey, maybe we'll see two two of you know, after Ryan Fitzpatrick, if he throws another three-interception game, uh, we already know what's going to happen. The fans are going to be – well, no fans. Um, well, <laughs> fans no, from home. It's in Miami. Are they allowing fans down there? I don't think they're allowing them in Miami. Miami's okay, kind of still it. a hot spot. I figured. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so, no, I mean, uh, Bills, you know, much better team. We already know this. Great, great defense. Uh, I, I think they're really well coached as well. Um, yeah, I got the Bills winning this game 24 to 10. Yeah, I, I'm with you on it. I have the Bills winning this game as well. I'll definitely take that spread another. I, I, I get it. It's a division rival, so I, I get it that it's, it's a little bit closer. Uh, Buffalo looks good. Uh, hold on to the ball, Josh Allen, and this team's a playoff team. No problem about it. I, I love the offensive addition of, of Stefan Diggs. I like Moss in the backfield with Singletary. They complement well. You saw them in a few – Few, and I didn't catch a lot of their game versus the Jets, but you saw them in a couple uh, double back packages, which were, was nice to see uh, that they're utilizing them like that. Uh, Brown was great, so you have really two good wide receivers. It, it, I like this Buffalo team, man. I'm, I'm really excited to see what they can do, and I, I still I had them as my favorites to win the AFC East, and I'm still sticking with them. I think they get a, a, a win here in an important divisional game. Give it to me 27 to 14, 27-14. Bobby, finish us out. Yeah, I think we're there. I think we're all, you know, kind of agree on this one right here. Um, I've been high on Buffalo. Oh, yeah. Um, since, you know, we started talking about predictions or whatnot. 
Josh Allen, you know, looked really good last week in my eyes. I mean, he had, you know, he was 33 for 46 for 312 yards, two touchdowns. Jamison Crowder, former Washington football team slash Redskins, seven catches, 115 yards and a touchdown. I mean, I see them rolling. You know, I, I don't really see a setback, especially, you know, against Miami. Miami's playing, I mean, last week, Miles Gaskin, my boy from Washington, led the team in carries with 10 carries for like 54 yards or whatnot. So uh, Miami's, you know, in that rebuild stage or whatnot, I don't see this game as really being close at all. I got Buffalo 35-17. There you have it. Clean sweep. So we've pretty much swept just about every single game so far. I think we're going to start running into that some differences. I should have taken that as my Bobby's uh, uh, book it with Bobby, but I didn't. But, I took, yeah, yeah, that's, that's that was, a good that one. Right there, that's a I good one. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, well. We'll leave it for a different week. Uh, <laughs> next matchup, you have Minnesota at Indianapolis. Minnesota getting beat pretty handedly by the Green Bay Packers. They scored some garbage time points, but ultimately it was kind of a beat down by the Packers. Aaron Rodgers doing his thing, and Indianapolis taking the surprise loss to the Jags. Uh, both these teams are in win-now mode. Uh, both these teams were favorited, or at least one of the favorites to win their division. Uh, Bobby, give us the spread and then tell us who's going to uh, who's going to avoid 0-2. Yeah, you won't even believe this though, but Indy's favored by three in this game. Really? That was a shock to me. Yes. I'm surprised Indy it's not is favored flat. by three in this game. Yeah, uh, another one I should have taken for a book it with Bobby. Uh, Minnesota, obviously, you know, got showed up last week big time by um, Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay. Uh, Indy, you know. Got taken care of by Minshew Mania and all that. So, I think Minnesota rebounds this week. I, I got Minnesota winning this game 27-20. Uh, I think that um, uh, Dalvin Cook, obviously, is going to earn his money and, you know, have a really big day. I got Minnesota winning 27-20. It's a big game. All right. Yeah, I uh, I got Minnesota getting the dub, too. I think that they're just a little bit better of an uh, overall team with them, and I think the same problem is existing in Indianapolis that was existing in, in L.A. and in San Diego before that. It's the fact that uh, Philip Rivers gets to a point where he just starts forcing the ball. They didn't rely on their run game like they should have because they would have gotten a win last week if they would have stuck with their run game. Uh, even after losing Mac, you still had a, you have Najee Hines and you have your, your first-round pick, Jonathan Taylor, to go out there and get the job done. He was a little hit and miss but Heinz was having a fantastic game already had a touchdown early when they were up so it, it ended up becoming Philip Rivers time and let's force the ball every play and you saw what happened there you had people that weren't even starters getting interceptions and I I, I gotta go with Minnesota in this one I think Ngakwe gets going after getting nothing last week after talking you know how he how he did and ended up coming to Minnesota and just falling kind of flat I think he starts getting rolling I think the offense will be just fine I'm not too worried about their offense I think they just usually take a couple games to get going uh give me give me Minnesota in this one 24 to uh 13 for Indy Matt finish us out I have, I don't know why, man. I I, I think the Colts are going to win this game. I just feel Ooh. like uh, uh, Philip Rivers is going to get you know hearing all the criticism and and all the gosh darn it's uh, and the gosh darn it's and and everything else and I do. Hey, man, I I like I like Philip Rivers. I, oh, I don't I know if I'm a fan of him. You know, you know. It's a shame that he didn't get one back when uh, LT days, you know, baby. Squad. You know, two thousand what, two thousand three, six, two thousand seven, six, seven. I'm sorry, I'm like way yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, that team was just amazing. But uh, now nah, I, I just have a feeling the Colts are gonna win this one, man. It's at home. 
Uh, Vikings looked a little sketchy that last game. Oh, so yeah. I, I, mean, I got the Colts winning at home 28-24. Matt's got them getting it done and holding the spread. Detroit at Green Bay, division rivalry. Detroit dropping a heartbreaker to the Chicago Bears last week. No pun intended. And uh, Green Bay getting the big dub versus their their arch rivals, the Minnesota Vikings. Bobby, go ahead and give me the spread. I'll, I'll start this one out. Yeah, so, you know, at Green Bay, Green Bay is favored by six points in this game. I'm going Green Bay. No question about West? it. Uh, no question Green Bay. I'm definitely taking them, and here's why. I'm taking Green Bay because just like I said last week and just like I knew last week, this defense is still something serious. Now they need to get, they need to uh, not get so relaxed late in the game, and I'll talk about that later with another certain team that, that did it as well. Uh, but Green Bay is, is it's a strong defense, and you usually don't lead, think of Green Bay and lead with the defense. Well, I am. Uh, but on the offensive side, obviously, you know what you got. You got a really, really good team. Three great wide receivers that can get it done. That offensive line, Bakhtari up front is, I mean, if, as long as you got him, you're golden. I don't know if you all caught one of his blocks that he had uh, last week versus the Vikings, but I mean, Aaron Rodgers had yeah. a day and a half. To, yeah, it, it, he's just ridiculous, dude. He's ridiculous. Uh, Green Bay, baby. Give me Green Bay. It's going to be a, a Green Bay kind of showing. Detroit, they're going to get some garbage time points, I do think. Uh, Green Bay 35, Detroit 24. Bobby. Yeah, I mean, we're there. <laughs> we're there. Detroit, what a, what a tough loss, man. One of my best friends down here, man. It was weird watching that game. Oh, yeah, man. That, that, yeah, that late, you know, that late drop definitely hurt him. Uh, I actually predicted Green Bay having a, you know, not a downfall this year, but, you know, a step back. And Aaron Rodgers definitely um, proved that wrong. Obviously, you know, I mean, he had an amazing week last week. He was, uh, what, 32 for 44, 364 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Beast. I know on text I was telling, you know, Matt, shoot, there might have been a little alcohol involved, but Devontae Adams, to me, <laughs> I said he's the best. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we went ahead and brought you back to earth real quick right there. Matt, yeah, Matt definitely yeah, said that. I mean, you know, 14 catches, 156 yards, and two touchdowns, man. I mean, obviously, he's, you know, elite, man. You got to put him up there in the top five. Uh, I, I, I like this kid, Aaron Jones, a lot. You know, oh, yeah. he wasn't – big numbers, 16 carries, 66 yards, four, you know, four for uh, four-yard average for a touchdown. I don't even see this game being close to you guys, to be honest with you, man. I'm just, you know – and Detroit's one of those teams that always battles and battles, and they find a way to lose. I don't think this week they even have a, 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 a you know, an opportunity to even win the game late. I got Green Bay 28, Detroit 10. Not even close. Matt, finish it out. <clears throat> yeah, I don't have it really being that close. Uh, I have the Packers winning 31-21. Lions maybe scoring one there. You know, garbage time. Yeah, and then uh, I, I'm reading here too that uh, their cornerback Justin Coleman is going to be out. So I mean, you're, you're looking at uh, pretty much. Well, no, Jeff Okuda missed the game. The rookie uh, missed missed the yeah. game, and then mm-hmm. Desmond Trufant, their their free agent pickup, he left the game with uh, a hamstring injury. So I don't know what the the Lions are about to do to cover any of these Packers Packers receivers, but it's not going to be pretty. Packers all day. Packers all day. Matt's got them definitely getting the job done, and that's a clean sweep right there. And here we are. We've come to the the pick 
of the day. The game of the day. Atlanta versus Dallas. Two 0-1 teams fighting to get their first win. Atlanta is traveling to Dallas. Bobby, give me the spread. I'll start this one out, and then I'll pick one of y'all to go. Dallas favored by five. Dallas is favored yeah. by five, so you, you assume they get three at home. So they're basically they're, – they're very close on this game. All right, guys. Should I, be. I'm just going to go be. ahead and start this out by saying I respect both of you very deeply. You're my brothers, and I appreciate you, but I have to make this pick. So I look at this game, and, and I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just flat out say it. I got Atlanta winning this game. I have Atlanta winning this game due to the fact that they have weapons everywhere. And yeah, I know last week they have weapons everywhere too. Whatever, man. I, I, it's week one. They, they took the freaking loss. Let's move. Let's move on. They played a really good Seahawks team, who I think is maybe one of the top three teams in the league right now, in my opinion. Yeah. Atlanta's a strong team, man. I, 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 I like this team. They are a good team. They're gonna get it done. It's gonna be a damn close game. But the, what's gonna kill Dallas is their inability to keep control of these receivers. Julio's gonna get his yards. Ridley's going to get his yards, and there's going to be one more player getting his yards somewhere. Matt Ryan's going to fling this ball left and right. Uh, give me Atlanta in this game. In a close one still, 28-24. Uh, we're going to go ahead and pick Bobby. You're going to go next. <laughs> Boy, you and I have the exact same score, buddy. Ah, Is it flipped? Or but, is it but, but it's, tur- but it's turned yeah, around. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, did it. Uh, Matt. I mean, this is. I mean, it's going to be a good game, man. I mean, I think both these teams, you know, are so um, athletically gifted, you know, in the skill positions. Obviously, Dallas's secondary scares the hell out of me. Matt Ryan's going to get his yards. I mean, Calvin Ridley, obviously, what he did last week is, you know, I mean, he's a beast. Um, Julio, you know, our secondary, obviously, a suspect, and losing Van Der Esch, and um, you know sitting down that Mike linebacker spot right there is going to hurt. Actually, he's weak side linebacker because uh, Jalen's uh, playing the mic. I think offense will be fine. You know, offense was fine this week. I mean, Zeke's going to get his yards. Uh, Dak will do his numbers or whatnot. It's going to go back and forth, man. Um, I got Dallas 28-24, bro. <laughs> That's what I have written That's down. Awesome. That's it, it, awesome. It could go, any, go, go anyway, man. I mean, it's going to be a hell of a battle. I mean, these are two very similar type teams, you know, as far as talent-wise on offense and, you know, issues on their defense. Um, who knows, bro? <laughs> You're right. Who I can't knows? wait to watch it, Matt. Let's what see. Time? What does Matt know? Matt, what you got? Well, who are we picking? You got to break the tie now. <sighs> oh. oh, man. After last game, watching both games, uh, both defenses look very suspect. But I think with Vander Esch being out, I think that's a big loss on the Cowboys defense. And now they're so, saying Sean Lee's out too for yep. like, well, I mean and that's I mean shit, he's that's always out though. Season. I, I, yeah, I could have told you that. If yeah, if you told me that five, six, seven, eight weeks ago, I, I would have uh told you I already knew that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's how bad that is. Yeah, unfortunately, he's such a great player. Yes. Um, but yeah, he just needs to retire. But yeah, I, so I, I mean, long story short, I have I have Atlanta winning 29-26 in in a really close contested game. I think we're going to contain Ezekiel Elliott to uh, you know, you keep him right underneath 100 yards, 80, 90 right around there and uh you know, <clears throat> 
just keep his yardage down. Maybe you know he, he's going to get his, so the, the, you can't completely you know stop him at all. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it's going to be a close one. But Atlanta, Atlanta's got to pull this one out, twenty nine, twenty six. All right. I think I, you know what I think. You know, and I'm not saying this because of Matt and I, but I really think that this is going to be a really, really entertaining football. I do too. To I do too. I'm excited to watch. I'm glad I'm off. It's a one o'clock slot game right there, man, and I'm glad because I don't have to wait all day long. Yes, wait much, you know. I can't wait for this game. So it should be a good one, Matt, and we're gonna have fun on this one. Oh yeah, oh we are gonna have a lot. Okay, next game up, the last of the one o'clock games, and this for me was the hardest game I had to pick, which is, I mean, it is what it is. It was just I had a hard time picking this game. New York Giants at Chicago Bears. Bobby, give us the uh, over under there. All right, yeah, so, uh, I mean, uh, Chicago is favored by six and a half in this game. All right, uh, Matt, lead us off. Yeah, I got uh, the Bears winning this one. Um, it's going to probably be an extremely ugly game. Yes. I can, I can only imagine a very, very, very ugly game. Uh, I don't know what the weather's doing up there in Chicago uh, quite yet, but um, – Regardless, it's it's not going to be pretty, but I do have the Bears winning seventeen to sixteen. Uh, Bobby, yeah, I was you know I actually you know watched the whole Monday night game, you know the Steelers and the Giants, mm-hmm. and I was very very uh, <laughs> actually Wes reminded me or with his post on Facebook how Ben Roethlisberger outrushed Saquon Barkley nine yards to six. Mm-hmm. Uh, that offensive line for the Giants is a huge issue, and you're only as good as your offensive line, you know. And don't get me wrong, Saquon is—he's a player, he's an athlete. We know that, but he's been getting called out right now on his pass pro, you know, pass protection and all that. Um, I, I, I see a really tough year right now to start off the season for the Giants. I—I I don't see this game really being that close. I think Chicago wins this game, 24 to 4, uh, 24 to 14. Wes. And uh, I know you're up next right now, but you posted something earlier today with Tiki Barber. Yeah. You know, kind of call it. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I was shocked to see that. It, I saw the line, and I'm like, okay. And then I was like, who said this? And I saw Tiki Barber. I was like, wow, that's a big statement from the former running back. But okay. Uh, man, yeah, look, that's, calling, that's calling out a dude right there. And, and, calling and, out and, a dude. And oh, look, I think, I think, you know what? I, th- I think Saquon's going to take it to heart. And this, like I said, this was a hard game for me to pick. I went back and forth in this game so many times. Uh, and, and I ended up picking the Giants. I picked the Giants to win this game. I think Danny Dimes will get it going. Uh, he'll get some passes that will open up the game because they have they, they, they have options in that receiving core. And, you know, they lost Golden Tate. I don't know if, is he, if he's coming back. I don't know if either of you all know if he's back this week or if he's still on the IR. Uh, Matt, I don't know if you know by chance. Maybe not. Um, I don't think he is. Yeah. No, yeah, I, no. I, I don't no. know when. Yeah, I don't know his deal. Um, but regardless, uh, I think they have the weapons to get it done, and I think those weapons end up opening it up a little bit for Saquon. Uh, primarily Slayton, who had two touchdowns last week and had 100 yards. He had a fantastic game. I think they will kind of look to game plan against him a little bit, but you're going to see eight in the box every time versus Saquon, and they're going to have to get past that. And and and. Jones can't turn the ball over twice. I mean, you, you don't turn that ball over twice. You're potentially still in that game late. Uh, give me give me the Giants in this one. 
In a close one. I, I just, I'm not there to believe in Trubisky yet. Great comeback against a team you typically win against. Do it again, and maybe I'll get some respect there. But I'm taking the Giants. I'm taking Danny Dines and Saquon, turning it around. Uh, it's going to be a low-scoring, ugly game, like Matt said. 17-13. Giants get it done. Next okay. up, our 405 game in Bobby's Book It that we'll talk about later. He won't be picking this one. Me and Matt will be, but he will be giving us the spread. So what's the spread, big guy? Arizona's at home favored by six and a half points, fellas. All right, Matt, I'll go ahead and lead this one off. So Washington played a great game last week. There's no doubt about it. Eight sacks is nothing. To, I mean, that is an amazing game by this team, and they nobody saw that coming. But now, Eight sacks. now they've seen it coming, or now they'll see it coming. Arizona's ready for this. They're not going to slouch on this team. Like I think Philly did. I think Philly really kind of – Fell asleep after they got up 17 nothing. I don't. I, Cliff Cliff, uh, Cliff Kingsbury is not going to let that happen this week. I'm guaranteeing they've watched film on that front four. Look for them to run a similar style, uh, similar style offense of the Rams. That what they did against Dallas, where they started to the point where Alden Smith and all those defensive men were flying in. They just started letting them come through and were hitting yep. them on screens on the left yep. and right. And I think that the same thing's going to happen with Arizona, and that's how they're going to beat it. The rest of the defense. I'm not confident in it's primarily, obviously the secondary. So I think Arizona is going to get this one done. I think they're going to move to zero and two. But I think Washington's going to have a fantastic game. I'm not going to. I'm. They, they've earned my respect after last week. So I'm going to take Arizona in a close one. It's going to be 21-17. Arizona gets it done with a late touchdown to none other than D Hop. Matt. Arizona. Arizona starting off two and zero, huh? Yep. I got him. I can't believe it, but I do. Yeah. So I mean. I got Arizona winning this game as well, 24-23. Wow. Okay, yeah, so uh, another close game. Gonna, yeah, I think it's going to be really close. Uh, Washington showed some fight. I think that defensive line, again, is going to put pressure, and they're going to stop that running game, and they're going to force Kyler Murray, Murray to throw, and we're going to see – I mean, yeah, he's got D-Hop and Larry Fitz. We're, you know, they're, they're going to they're gonna force him to do it. So mm-hmm. see what he's got. And, uh, yeah, a close game. 24 23. 24 23. Bobby, round it out. Nah, that's my uh, book. It with Bobby. We're going to talk about Oh, that yeah, that's right. You're right. You're right. Good catch. Good catch. Let's move into the 425s. Kansas City dominant performance going against the Chargers. I can only assume this will be a sweep. I'll lead it off. Mahomes is going to go out there. He's going to be all KC, over the KC, place. KC, sorry to uh, buck you off. KC favored by eight and a half points. No, you're good. I got to I gotta get back in the rhythm of remembering that. So thank you for stopping me there. KC all day, baby. Give me that spread too. I'll book their spread just about any week because this team is just – I don't see a weak point on this team yet. And as long as they stay healthy, there's no reason they can't go for a repeat give me kansas city and an easy one here 28 to 7 Matt, yeah i'll step in or bobby yeah go ahead. Matt, go ahead go ahead so which one you said uh chiefs chargers chiefs chargers yep okay right. yeah uh chiefs all day uh, until until <laughs> i see something that shows me anything different than what they've been doing pat mahomes East, we, I mean, they ain't, they ain't much to talk about on this one. Chargers are, they are what they are, or what they always been. They're the Chargers. Might always, might get to the playoffs. I mean, I don't even think they've done that in a long time. Uh, Chiefs got, Chiefs are gonna win this game. I got them winning 28-14. All right, Bobby. I don't see this really much being a, a contest. To be honest with you, right now, Casey's rolling. They rolled last week. 
to start the season off. Won the Super Bowl last year. I got them winning 34 to 20. All right. Let's talk about this game. There, there you go. Going. Baltimore at Houston. Baltimore coming off a dominant, one of the most dominant victories of the week, if not the most dominant victory of the week. And Houston coming off a loss to the Super Bowl champs. Uh, a lot of a lot of stuff to be figured out in Houston still. Matt, go ahead and lead this one off. Bobby, give us a spread. Six and a half, Baltimore, favored. Yeah, nope, I got Baltimore winning this game as well. Uh, or I got Baltimore winning this game. Six, you said six and a half? Six and a half, yep. Yeah, I'll take that all day. I'll take that all day long. Uh, I mean, I actually, I, I do, I have them winning 31 to 20. Uh, Texans, man, I, they're regretting, they're regretting that trade. David Johnson's a fine player, but he is. He ain't no D Hop, and nah. Will Fuller is not a number two, number one. So they're gonna be hurting for that, and they're gonna go zero and two. All right, there it is. There it is, Bobby. Twenty-eight twenty, Baltimore. <laughs> a little closer than people think. I think a late touchdown by Houston to make it respectful, mm-hmm. but. 28-20 Baltimore. Yep, I'm rolling with you guys as well. Baltimore's going to get this one done in a pretty impressive fashion. I think Houston keeps it close early, but Baltimore gets it done based off a turnover and that, that really just in, unstable offensive line. So uh, I think Johnson will have a pretty decent game again for the second week in a row. Fuller will prove himself as the number one receiver. Uh, but Baltimore will get the W, and it's going to be a 27-14 to 14 game. 27-14. All right, let's move into the 820 game, which is New England at Seattle. Pretty pretty big matchup, but you're missing a big face in uh, New England with Tom Brady. Cam Newton came in and got the job done last week against Miami. Uh, Bobby, Nick's team, what, what's, give us a spread and tell us what's happening. Yeah, Seattle at home, even though the 12th man won't be there, you know, obviously that, you know, um, will change, you know, the scenery, obviously. Oh, yeah. Seattle's here by four. Um it's going to be a close game, though. I mean, Cam Newton, I think, you know, he's uh, got new life. You know, he's playing with Belichick. You know that New England's going to battle wherever they play, no matter what. Oh, no, no question. No matter if Brady's there or whatnot. It's going to be a really close game. Uh, it's hard to it's hard to bet against Seattle when they're at home, even if there's no fans or whatnot. So I'm going in a really close game in this one. I actually got New England covering the spread, but I got Seattle winning 20-18. to 18. Seattle getting the job 20 to 18. Hey, I have Seattle winning this game too, and it's nothing against Cam. I just think the Seattle team, like I said earlier, I think they're one of the top three teams in the league. You know, I have KC up there. I have Baltimore up there. And honestly, I have Seattle up there. You know, they are a strong team. I like the, the way they're built. The defense is way better than I thought they were. Jamal Adams was way better than I thought he was going to be stepping right in there. He came in and was an immediate impact. This is a really good team. They get the job done. New England is going to keep this one close. Belichick's going to be out there playing. Definitely going to have his mo- – regardless of what's going on, he's going to have his mom on his mind. She just passed away, so condolences there. Um, but give me uh, give me Seattle, 24, New England, 21. Matt. I got uh, Seahawks winning this game. It's, it's going to be, I think, a very entertaining game. I think Russell Wilson's going to be running around a little bit, and Cam Newton's going to be running around a little bit, and see a little this, a little that on both both teams' offenses. And uh, it's going to be it's going to be fun to watch the defenses uh, try to stop them. So uh, at home, 
I just I just got the Seahawks winning this one, thirty two. No, excuse me, sorry, wrong one. Twenty eight twenty four. Twenty eight twenty four. It is. All right, we're moving into our Monday night game. It's going to be the New Orleans Saints at the Las Vegas Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders opening up their stadium to no fans, but it will be cool to see the black hole live. So, Bobby, give us a spread, and why don't you go ahead and lead us out in the last pick of the week? Yeah, yeah, I'll lead on this one here. Um, so, New Orleans on the road, you know, uh, favored by five and a half. Kind of a difficult game to pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, now, you know, I made this pick knowing that before Michael Thomas was not available and whatnot, uh, Vegas had a very good start last week, you know, to start the season off of the W. New Orleans is a, a well, you know, um, oil machine. You know, I mean, they're one of the teams that are obviously going to be, you know, in contention, contention with the NFC this year. So mm-hmm. I have this as a close game, but I got New Orleans actually covering the spread and win this game 30-17. to 17. I think they pull away late with a late touchdown. Matt? That's funny. That's that's the exact same score I had for this game. Uh, Saints winning. Don't don't really see it uh, too competitive. I think Saints will be in control pretty much the majority of the game. Uh, Raiders with John, they're just hit and miss, man. You just don't know what you're gonna get out of them week in and week out. So, um, yeah. No, again, thirty seventeen, Saints. Uh, New Orleans gets the job done in a sweep for me as well. Uh, I think they, they do a great job. They go out there, and it, it, I don't think it'll be too much of a contest, in my honest opinion. I think they get it done early. The only thing that keeps Las Vegas in the game is Josh Jacobs. Derek Carr, or, yeah, Derek Carr has improved, but uh, not to the point where I'm ready to put them over Drew Brees and the Saints. So no Michael Thomas, no problem. They get it done 24-14. to, to 14. So all our picks are done right there. We have uh, next Book It With Bobby. So, Bobby, uh, I believe you're talking Washington, Arizona. Why don't you start with the spread and uh, tell us why you're taking it and give us some more info. Get it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'll be honest with you right now, man. Just having a lot of friends, you know, being, you know, born and raised in the D.C. area and a lot of residents' friends, you know, obviously they're very excited after week one. Right. Know, they're the only team that's 1-0 and in the NFC East right now. They're in the lead. It is week one. Um, I mean, what can you say? I mean, they're uh, – but, you know, I mean, they're playing – the 49ers, both teams, uh, I, I'm sorry, they're playing Arizona. Arizona had a very impressive win against the 49ers week one, and the Redskins had a really good uh, week, one, <laughs> week one win, down 17 nothing, you know, obviously, and then came back and won that game against the Eagles in the division game, which last year they were down, or they were up 17 nothing, and then they lost the game. Uh, I, I, I love – I'm, I'm a huge fan right now with Arizona, you know, with Chandler Jones and, you know, Patrick Peterson, you know, in the secondary, with Buda Baker, Byron Murphy, you know, um, all those guys made really big plays last week. Um, obviously, Washington's front seven um, was after they had eight sacks on Carson Wentz. It's not going to beat that easy this week, you know, with Kyler Murray. He's more mobile. He's going to run around a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I just uh, – bet your house bet your car bet your wife Mm. don't bet your life and take arizona six and a half i got arizona by six and a half i got arizona 21 washington 12 book it book it with bobby there you go arizona 21 washington 12 they're gonna cover that six and a half there you go i'm a big fan i'm a big fan of the cardinals man i'm telling you right now man that's that's my that's my Kyler Murray is getting better, better week after week. They got a nasty secondary. 
and even though there's no home field advantage going on the road or whatnot, I'm a fan of them. Take it. There you go. Hey, Bobby was right last week. There's no reason to go against him this week. I mean, take his word for it on this one. He's If he goes two for two, you're going to be kicking yourself. So Arizona, take him. Bobby's booking it. So we're going from that. 21 and 12, baby. We're going from that segment on to our next segment. And uh, we got to find out what's grinding Matt's gears. Last week it was OBJ. Yeah, well, yeah, what, what's going on yeah, this we'll week? What piss you off, Matt? Yeah, he hasn't we'll told us. We don't know anything more than all you guys do. So we're going to find out together. <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! You know what's going on my gears right now, man. And Tell you me. Know what? And I know West. West knows this goes back. This. This. I don't want to call it hatred. That's a little too much. This uh, dislike. That's a good uh, word. Uh, it goes back fifteen more years, and I'm talking about the dislike for the one and only Skip fucking Bayless. There it is. This there guy, it man. is. I'm packed. I heard this guy. That's your boy, man. That's your boy. Nah, man. Come on. Never in a million years. <laughs> making the most. He, he's him and Stephen A. Man. I don't know who's worse. I've always. I've never ever liked it. Never in a million years, dude. Always saying the dumbest shit. Um. And, and so the whole reason why it popped up was I, I didn't even know he was still on radio or on. He's on the Undisputed. I right. forgot With that Shannon Sharp. Yeah, I don't even I don't watch it. Uh, probably never. I don't either, Matt. I don't, even, I don't watch that shit. I, I I I can't do it. Um, and he's a Cowboys fan. I still don't watch it. Yes, and that's the. That's more to the point of everything. It's part of the point. You know, it makes it worse. He's a Cowboys fan. Um, but no, Skip Bayless, man, get out. I was like, wait, what? This guy's still over here making headlines, and then he's talking about something with the mental health and Dak Prescott as well. Uh, you know, in this kind of climate nowadays. I'm surprised he ain't fired off. I said the same though, thing, right? man. I've been talking about that all week. Yeah, very surprised it hasn't happened. That's a whole nother topic because uh, that's constantly grinding my gears through this cancel culture. Yeah. But skip Bayless, man. Get the frick out of time. Just stop. I, I mean, no, I can't say I hope he gets fired. That's not cool. But get out. Go find something else to do. Go be quiet somewhere. Retire. He's, he's got to be eight years old, right? I have I no mean, idea, man. Look, I have Dude. I, I don't even know how old he is. I I don't. But I the dude. I, I I was I was I I was beyond mad when I heard about this. And uh, I, what are you thinking, making that comment? He came out and apologized. I, it's it's dude. You said what you said at this point. You know, and I agree with you, Matt. I hate cancel culture so bad. I really do. But of all the scenarios, this was the one I was like, come on, people, jump on the board for this one. Go. Go after him on this one, please, because, I mean, come on, man. You can't say that. That's messed up. This dude's had dealt with so much adversity his entire career, his life. And, and to just say something as ignorant as that, come on, dude. Come on. His brother, his brother passed. Yeah, his, yeah, his brother committed suicide. You know, so, so plus the being in the quarantine, I mean, I get it. So yeah, the quarantine, his mother passing a while ago from cancer. I mean, like there's there's a lot of things going on in this man's life, and to say something as ignorant as that, I just I can't, I will never get behind that. I don't care what player it is, I'll never get behind that. That's that's ridiculous. But there's, there's, just going back to Skip, uh, uh, the guy just just makes ridiculous comments, man. He, he, you know, Carmelo is better than LeBron James. Whoa. Uh, you know, 
the 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 the, <laughs> the magic when they had Dwight Howard. Well, let's bench Dwight Howard for marching and Gortat. And then just the, the football comments that he makes as well. The dude is just annoying, has been annoying. Again, don't wish he got fired, but he can go ahead and retire. Yeah. I think that'd be the, for the best. Bobby, you got any any final comments on Matt's segment? No, not really, man. I mean, well, I mean, I agree with everything Matt said. I mean, uh, you too. A hundred percent. You said it all, bro. <laughs> you said it all. Yeah. I agree. And there you go. That's what's grinding Matt's gears. Now, the last thing we're doing before we end up, same thing we do every episode at the end. Got to make our lock picks. Last week, all three of us went one and zero. So I'm going to start with Bobby. No, no, we got two more. We got our locks and we got our uh, um. Oh, bold predictions. Uh, sorry, bold predictions are still new. Let's do locks first, and then bold predictions, and then we will uh, we'll wrap it up. So, Bobby, I'm going to start with you. Last week, you picked Buffalo, so they're out. Who do you have as your lock yeah. this week? Yeah, obviously, you know. With the book it with Bobby, you know, obviously I took the, um, you know, the 49ers, obviously, over you know, the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go ahead with them this week. I'm going to change it up a little bit, and I'm going to go with um, – uh, I got it written down right here. I'm going to go with Minnesota, man. I think they're going to rebound. That's a bold yeah, one. Go with Minnesota over Indianapolis. I'm going to go with them. I think they're going to rebound after that punishing that green bay put to him last week mm-hmm. i think dalvin cook's gonna have a big day you know uh kirk cousins is gonna you know do his things or whatnot and i think indy's gonna go on too so i'm gonna go ahead and roll with minnesota okay. in that game all right matt uh, my lock for the week is gonna be the cleveland browns Okay, okay. That's a good one. Tomorrow yep. night. Cleveland gets Cincy. it done tomorrow night. Matt goes back-to-back Thursday night games. He gets the locks out the way early, people. <laughs> He's got them. So I, I, went down, I, I came down to two teams, uh, and I'm going to go Yeah, in most people's eyes. Well, I guess in everybody's eyes, the safe route in this one. Uh, I'm taking San Francisco in this one over the Jets. I think uh, San Francisco has got a lot of tough challenges this year in the NFC West, so – to coin the old term, smoke them if you got them. I'm going to take this one because it's sitting right in front of me. Give me San Francisco as my lock for the week. Gets it done over the New York Jets, and they continue to fall into despair. Okay. I'm actually really pumped about this segment. I can't believe I forgot it. So I do apologize, Bobby Clutch, for reminding us. Uh, Matt, we're going to start with you. Bold prediction for the week. What is your bold prediction, my man? Wow. Oh, man. My last one uh, backfired pretty bad. Tom Brady definitely didn't throw four touchdowns. Well, actually, you, you, you were the closest of us, though, I think. Jerry Judy didn't do much, and I was way off with McCaffrey, uh, no, too. Jerry had, like, 57 yards. <laughs> yeah. But that's why they're called bull. That's bull right. Producers. That's that the best part about it. That's why I love them. You can say whatever. <laughs> All right. My bold prediction is that the Atlanta Falcons defense holds Ezekiel Elliott to – under 80 yards rushing. Zeke under 80 yards rushing. Got it. 80 yards. Okay. All right, I'll go ahead and go next. Um, Screw you, Matt. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, Brady Jarrett coming after you. Dante Fowler. Bring it. Bring it. Bring it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Bring it. <laughs> All right. Mine's going to be a – it's a bold prediction, but one kind of off the radar. Uh, this week I have Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills throwing no interceptions and not fumbling the ball once. No turnovers from Josh Allen this week. 
in a big win uh, versus the Miami Dolphins. Bobby. All right, yeah. So the 49ers, you know, um, played a great game for three quarters, and then they ended up losing to Kyler Murray and Arizona late in the game. Uh, I see them rebounding against the Washington football team. Um, I, I like that defensive front right now, even though um, they lost Buckner last year. Mm-hmm. But I see Nick Bosa, Arik Armstead, and um, that rookie, you know, Javon Kinlaw. And even though that uh, Eric, uh, Eric Sherman, Richard Sherman's out this week, I got 10 sacks for the Woo! 49ers defense. Woo! 10 sacks and five turnovers. Whoa! Five turnovers. Wow. I love I'm it. Sorry, versus the Jets. They're playing uh, yep. the Jets this week. Yep. 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 I love it. Jets. Hey, and that's a feasible thing, man. I could definitely see that happen. With that ridiculous defensive line, I can definitely see that happening. No doubt about yep. it. Ten sacks, five turnovers versus Jets. Write it down. There you go. Bobby's looking for – he's going streaking this week. He's trying to get that one right. All right, well – for Matt and Bobby, I'm Wes. We're going to go ahead and wrap this episode up. Appreciate you all listening as always. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook if you can. And please subscribe or download to anything you can. Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, any of it. You can find us under the extra point. And you don't really have to scroll too far because we're moving up the list thanks to you all listening. So we appreciate it as always. Bobby, see you later. Matt, see you later. Good luck in your games this weekend. We'll see who wins. It's going to be a hell of a dogfight. ATL, let's go. There we go. All right. See you later.